more teams, a bunch of badasses, if you know what I mean, they're coming out of the sky, out of the sea, and on land, gonna take it to the enemy. Lock it low, boys, time to explode, boys, make sure you get home, boys, they got your back, the pride of the fleets, the bright swinging frogmen of the U.T.T. Hey, this is Commander Divine with the Unbeatable Mind Podcast on the Seal Channel. Welcome back. I'm super stoked that you tuned in again. This is going to be my final discussion on the emotional demons in the series on emotional power. Today, we're going to talk about the absence of self-love. But before I begin, if you're ready to learn more about emotional power, if you're ready to really dig into your integrated training and develop yourself physically, mentally, emotionally, intuitionally, and spiritually, then please look at the Unbeatable Mind Foundation course online at www.unbeatablemind, all one word, .com. And uh, look at some of the testimonials and just check it out because it is a pretty extraordinary program if I don't say so myself. Um, and I say that with humility and mainly because of the feedback that I've gotten over the years. It really has had a transformative impact on those who've taken it seriously and done the work. So if you're ready to do the work and you uh, agree with me that a simple uh, word or quick fix pill or quick fix diet isn't going to lead to transformation and, and you really want to be a more powerful person and live the warrior leader lifestyle, develop self-mastery and service to humanity, then Unbeatable Mind is your answer, so check it out. Okay, on with the podcast. So over the course of this series, we become somewhat intimate with the three demons, first three demons of emotional power or against emotional power. They are the demons of anger, the demon of anxiety, and the demon of arrogance. So I got to admit, I'm pretty stoked to wrap up this somewhat depressing topic now with the fourth demon the absence of self-love. Now, you have to know that the reason I focused on these demons is to spur action, to slay them if they exist in your life. Because these demons are corrosive to performance. They're corrosive to authenticity. They're corrosive to living a sincere warrior's lifestyle. They're corrosive to relationships. They're corrosive to your ethos. And day by day, in every way, they make you worse and worse. You cannot move forward and develop your highest power, your highest competencies, your highest state as a human being if you're wallowing in any of these demons. That's why this is important. This is hard work. It's work that we can't avoid. We can't shy away from emotional development. Emotional power is where true leaders, authentic leaders, find themselves, find their most effective voice. Kokoro means to merge your heart and your mind into your actions. That means to be intellectually and emotionally powerful. You can't have one without the other to act as a world-centric leader and warrior. Our way is not to wallow in self-pity or remain stuck in fear and allow these demons to destroy our lives. Rather, our way is one of rigorous self-examination, constantly polishing our character, earning our trident of respect every day. So it's incumbent upon you, as well as me, to continue to eradicate these demons forever and to create the life that we know that is worthy and deep down inside of us. 
I'm reminded of the story of this old man working silently outside the gates of his village, and a weary traveler stumbles up to him and inquires, Good sir, what type of people may I find in this town? The man looks at him for a moment and says, Well, good traveler, what type of people did you find in the town you just came from? And the traveler replied, Oh, they were miserable souls. I couldn't wait to leave. The old man looked at him for a while and said quietly, Well, you will likely find the same here. Perhaps you'd best move along. And so the traveler did. Later that day, another traveler stopped and asked the old man the same question. The old man replied as he did before. But this traveler had a different response. Oh, they were wonderful, happy people. I was reluctant to leave. And the old man smiled and said, Well, sir, then you will most certainly find the same type of people here. Welcome to our town. The moral of the story is obvious, but it bears repeating. We create our own reality based upon what we choose to focus our minds upon. If we believe that others are nasty, brutish cheats, then they are. If we believe they are loving, kind, and generous, then they are. Of course, underneath this statement belies an even more profound truth. What we believe of others is what we also believe of ourselves. That's why the fourth demon, absence of self-love, is so challenging. If you have an absence of love for others, then guess what? You have an absence of love for yourself. And conversely, absence of self-love means that we cannot love others. This is a sad situation indeed. I suck. Wow. Now, have you ever said that to yourself silently? I suck. Or I suck at this. Or I suck at that. Even if you pretend that you're joking, that statement is damaging. Your subconscious mind doesn't understand the subtleties of a joke very well. Too bad. Worse is to actually believe that you suck, that you're worthless. Self-respect is impossible if we don't believe that we're worthy of respect. And self-love is impossible if we don't believe we are worthy of love. Why do we harness such foolish and painful thoughts? One word, fear. The same fear that manifests in anger, anxiety, and arrogance will also prop up this demon of absence of self-love or even self-loathing. And I think that if we can work on this one demon alone, the other three would shortly disappear. The root fear of this demon is that of not being loved by others. Being the victim of abandonment or physical abuse or withheld love or a broken heart or lack of any emotional nurturing at an early developmental age will lead to absence of self-love. And cruelty or major screw-ups later in life can also lead to experiencing this fear, maybe fearing the retraction of love. But the early in life that it happens, the more ingrained into our nervous system that fear will be. Later on, it can be fostered through repeat offenses and or the intensity of the offense that leads to deepening that fear. Interestingly, what manifests from these abuses is an outward expression of a like energy toward others. For instance, what I mean is if we're abused, then we tend to be abusive. If we were abandoned, we tend to avoid 
others or even abandon them. If we experience a broken heart, we're likely to break a heart. That sad story is a serious showstopper for anyone seeking to expand his or her freedom, happiness, and true success in life. The cycle continues until your awareness enlightens this issue. We accept that we are loved, that we can love ourselves, and that we can move beyond this demon. Okay, Mark, that sounds great, but is there a weapon that can kill this demon right now? I say yes. It means to feed the courage wolf is the weapon. So absence of self-love is felt internally as a shame or a longing, loneliness, a bitterness, anger at the world, or a worthlessness. It can be accompanied or will be accompanied by self-talk that further ingrains that feeling, such as, I suck, or I'm worthless, nobody loves me, I can't do this, I am ugly. You get it. Get the picture? Finally, that feeling is energized by imagery that further fuels the self-talk and grounds it into an emotion. So you also don't see yourself as being loving or loved or worthy, etc. You may actually see yourself as less than your true self, which is likely. You become completely merged in a whole mind-body sense with a negative belief and attitude that is prompted by those fears. And the only way out of this massive rut is to feed the courage wolf, moment to moment, day by day, week by week, and to feed that wolf both verbally, visually, and emotionally. Let's start with the easiest, the verbal food for the courage wolf. Verbal food for the courage wolf is positive self-talk. This simple phrase, I like myself, I like myself, I like myself, should be said a hundred times the moment you wake up. Repeat this ten times during the day, ending with a hundred more reps before you go to bed. Trust me, if you do this for 30 days, or why not try 60 or 90, you're going to be well on your way to positive transformation. You can slowly change the statement to, I love myself, when you feel more confident. This sounds maybe corny, but trust me, it is a powerful, powerful feed the courage wolf drill. I like myself. 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 Let's talk about visual food for the wolf. Visual food for the courage wolf is imagery of beauty, imagery of power, imagery of worthiness. So you're going to want to support your new positive self-talk. I like myself, with positive images, images that you like of yourself. Begin by picturing yourself in beautiful and peaceful places. Picture yourself as full, complete, intelligent, effective, powerful, courageous, loved. At any rate, once you have a picture, place yourself in the most complete version of yourself possible in a beautiful place that you feel peaceful and successful. And see yourself as loved and loving, healthy, good-looking, desired. So focus on this imagery when you recite your courage phrase, I like myself, I like myself, I'm a good person, etc. Attempt to actively feel positive loving energy as you recite and visualize. Connect with your heart center. 
move the visualization from your mind in your headspace down into your heart region. Try to expand that energy throughout your body until you feel it throughout at a cellular level. If you're having trouble beginning this, then go back in your memory and find a moment in the past where you felt really good about yourself. Everyone has at least one or two moments where they felt really good. And just dwell there and evoke that feeling and then bring it into the present and just keep on working with it. Practice feeding that emotional wolf. (sighs) Remember that courage wolf resides in your heart. The fear wolf resides in your head. So get out of your head and into your heart. Place your consciousness in your heart region as you practice these steps. The more you feed the courage wolf, the more you'll starve the fear wolf until eventually fear will die and wither on the vine. These actions are recommended starting point. They should have a powerful effect in routing out this fourth demon, absence of self-love, and getting you back on track or on track into a positive and abundant mindset. If you're hearing these words and you feel that you're severely broken, then maybe professional therapy could accompany or should accompany this process. Often, we need someone who has skilled means to hold our hand through this type of deep emotional work. But I truly believe that with practice and deepening awareness, we'll develop a connection with our true self, which is our highest self experienced as universal love, care and concern, and worthiness. I got to thank you for tuning in to this blog series on emotional power. You know, it's hard work. Some of you probably turn it off the minute you heard it, but those of you who stuck with me, I believe, are committed to mastering yourself in service to humanity, and emotional power is critical to doing so. So feed the courage wolf, starve fear, develop an integrated awareness. Rout out the demons of anger and anxiety and arrogance and absence of self-love. Earn your trident of respect every day. Leverage the skills of unbeatable mind to break through to a new level of performance, a new way of looking at the world, a new personal power, emotional strength, peace of mind. Win in your mind first. And then go out and conquer the world. Hoo-yah. Coach DeMine. Lock it low, boys. Time to explode, boys. Make sure you get home, boys. Make out your back. The pride of the fleets. The bright swinging frogmen.